One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. You are listening to the Dope Black Moms podcast. I'm delighted to have Dr. Tiffany M. Smith joining the podcast. Tiffany is here to talk about empowering people to take their mental health seriously, to take the mental health back, to really, I suppose, live a wholehearted life, live a, a full life. So in the day, you're a functional psychiatric nurse practitioner mm-hmm. and um I really just wanted to talk about really you and your life, everything you're up to, everything you're sharing with your audience and just seeing how I can get some of this into my life, how I can optimize my, my well-being. That's what I want because I find that really difficult. You know, as a mother of two and I work full time, I'm often thinking about them and thinking about their health and I'm perfect. Well, not perfect. I, I'm consciously thinking of it, but, but for myself, obviously, I find that tricky. Mm-hmm. So welcome to the podcast. And can you please help yeah. me? <laughs> yes. Um, you bring up quite a few uh, points. I mean, the first thing is that we have to remember that we have to put our oxygen on first. And then we put the oxygen on the children. I know. <laughs> I know. It just feels like in the moment when you're in the trenches, it's just like, right, let me get them sorted. Right. And then I'll rest. Let me get them sorted then I'll have a break. Right. Even let me get them sorted, then I'll have a wee. Right. You know, those ones where you're just like, I don't even have time to kind of go to the toilet. Mm-hmm. And I know that's bad because I would encourage obviously <laughs> my children to do all of these things. But when you're in the trenches, I just, I truly forget. Right. And so that's where you have to do what's called like mindful parenting and being mindful mm-hmm when you're with them of Mm -hmm. these sort of things. So before you get them sorted, you know when you got to get them sorted, before you get them sorted, get you sorted. Yes. Before before they get up, you get up and you get yourself prepared and ready because you know what you're in for. So (laughs) so you got to get yourself ready and you got to find, and then always ask yourself, am I doing this the simplest, the best, the easiest way that I can? You know, for example, Mm. preparing lunches can be daunting. Are you doing it the best and simplest way you can? That can be a family activity, preparing lunches, right? One can get the bread, the other can put the the meat on it, you know what I mean? And pack the bags. So how can you incorporate everyone in some of the things that you do? And of course, it depends on their age ranges and whatnot. But remember that the family loves you and that they need to learn and grow. And so making them a part of things means that they're spending time with you and you're getting some of that stuff done that you need to get sorted. So how can they help? I think that's it. And that starts with, like you said, having that time for yourself before you even go in Mm -hmm. to the lion's den, before you're even in that space, because that's when it gets chaotic for me. Yeah. So the the people that are coming to see you, the parents, Mm -hmm. the loved ones, the support systems Mm -hmm. 
do you see recurring misconceptions or recurring themes happening? Yeah. Like, are, is there yeah. is there general things that we're all doing? Yeah, there are a lot of misconceptions around motherhood, parenthood, um, and it really trips us up because we try to live to certain status quos or traditions, and that's where we can get hung up. What a mother is supposed to be, or the family mm -hmm. has assumptions of what your life is. So let me just break a few of those down, for example. So one thing is that you're happy that you're pregnant. You know, mm -hmm. it was expected. And you might not be. You, you It might have been an unplanned pregnancy, but people assume that you're happy. But if you're on the fence or you're afraid it doesn't open the space for them to say, I'm really afraid about this pregnancy. I'm not sure what I want to do about it. When people say, congratulations, I'm so happy for you. And you're That's like, I'm, not, so I'm not sure if I'm happy for me. So we want to, with those that we love, ask them, how do you feel about being pregnant? You know, how can I support you? We want to open up conversations. So sometimes as moms, we get boxed into other people's perspective about how we should feel about our journey. Absolutely. Another thing is absolutely they assume that you have a good relationship with your partner. That might not be the case. Mm -hmm. You might be struggling. Mm -hmm. um, you might be, you mm -hmm. might not be together, but it's hard sometimes. You may not have that space to share that. Financially, we know that kids are um, expensive, but someone may not speak to that or give you a space where you can say, I don't know how I'm going to afford childcare, or I don't know how I'm going to go to school and go to work. Sometimes it's, you know, there's not space for mom to share those type of issues or dilemmas. So we want to ask the questions of how can I support you? What support do you need? You know, we're here for you and allow the mom an open space to talk. Um, Sometimes it's moms are super women and they don't ask for help. Mm -hmm. That's the one that mm -hmm. I find that really gets us tripped up is we feel that we, we we're supposed to just grin and bear it and get it done. I, I think also we're also meant to be overjoyed, yeah. right? We're overjoyed because we're, pre we're pregnant. Right. We're overjoyed that we have a child and some people just think that maybe if this is your only mm -hmm. goal that what's wrong with you yeah shouldn't you be happy you've got the goal you've got you've, <laughs> you've got the child you got it and then also obviously there are women there are families that can't have children that want children right. so you kind of think but I should be happy right I should be grateful right. I'm I'm one of the lucky ones because this all kind of lined up and the miracle did happen so it, it, it is it is hard of where you can have those conversations because mm -hmm. there may also be a family out there desperately trying mm -hmm. IVF, miscarriage after miscarriage, you know, wanting a child. Correct. And you need to have those safe outlets to speak. And that's what I'm, I'm hearing uh, you're saying also is where can I speak and say how I feel about this for those that are trying mm. and for those that need to say, you know what? I don't know if I really love my baby. You know, that's a hard thing to say. And so, yes, yes, there has to be safe spaces for that. And there are, 
I'm glad to say, mm-hmm. and with us having social mm-hmm. media and with most healthcare um, organizations do have women's centers. Uh, there are places. Yes. So you want to seek out those places where you can really share how you feel. The moms go through a lot, you know, just being a mom, you're anxious. Am I ready? Will I be a good mom? You know, and then, you know, we didn't get the manual, you know, it didn't arrive. And now we have the baby and we don't know what to do. So we have all of this anxiety. Then you bring in life's factors, you know, with your relationship with the spouse, with finances, with work, with your body, just needing to get back Mm -hmm. balance. Safe community Mm -hmm. is number one. And and do you think just following your your kind your bio mm-hmm. on Instagram? So follow me to optimize your well being without pills. All that you've just said, and yes, we want to find these safe spaces, mm-hmm. and yes, there are safe spaces. But do some people just look to the pills for an easy fix or an uneducated fix? They're just like I I just need something right yeah. now, or do you reckon people are just like? We'll just try this and make it a little bit easier. And then it makes it so much easier that maybe you're not looking for other solutions. That is so true. And and I think that partly it's that we expect the pill. Because I've heard providers say that people come in and you want to, it's not that they need a pill, but they come in and they're expecting you to fix it. They're expecting you to give them something. Straight right, away. Straight away. Yeah. And then on the other end, you have providers that just push the pills and you're not mm-hmm. really wanting it. You want to have a conversation and look at all your options, but they're pushing pills. So you get, I see a little bit of both um, in our healthcare society. Um, um, I lost my train of thought where I want to go with that, but it is both there. Well, well no, it, it, it was just sad that if we all had a bit of space, we could go and, and actually have a conversation. Yeah. But it's just a shame if the pills are being pushed or maybe no other options. Because, yes, maybe pills may be mm. potentially the right option for some Correct. people or some families or maybe for a short period or maybe in combination with other solutions. Correct. But it shouldn't be the first no, conversation. It should not be. And sometimes that might be all we see. Mm-hmm. And maybe not just pills, but drugs in general. Like maybe I'll just lead into alcohol. Correct. Maybe I'll lead into caffeine. Like there, there, there is... There are these easy fixes, but it's not really a fix, obviously. Correct. We're just delaying how we're feeling and, and kind of not tackling it. And then you're trying to go and parent, which which just yep. makes everything right. worse. And then, you know, you, you start the cycle again. Right. And so that's why we have to focus on root cause. Why do I really feel like mm. this? What is, what is mm. really bringing me here? You know, why am I seeking... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm to get out of this pain. Like, it's like sometimes, so what I find mainly in my practice is not so much that there are mental illness, you're this diagnosed condition, but that people have challenges in navigating life. And that brings about the stress. And it's kind of like, so a lot of times I don't have to go down the path of treatment because it's actually this circumstance that you have a certain perspective on. And once I present that perspective in a different way, it's like I took the thorn out of your finger and now the pain is gone. 
So what we do is we're covering up with the pills and the alcohol and everything you mentioned. We're we're covering up, but not finding that root cause. So when we start to we have to ask ourselves, what is really bringing this on? And sometimes you have to bring in those that love you, that see you from the outside to help you pull it together. Sometimes Mm -hmm. you need to bring in that therapist Mm -hmm. to also bring in an objective Mm -hmm. perspective to help you get to Mm -hmm. what is really going on. And, and this leads me perfectly to postpartum depression mm-hmm. and, and verse baby blues. So, yes, if we, if we have loved ones, if we, if we have families, mothers, parents that we're supporting, how, how can we on the outside see the difference between depression, postpartum mm-hmm. depression, to, to what is known as baby blues? How can, yeah. how can we see this? So... On top of obviously, everything else, motherhood is difficult, yeah. and and it and it is emotional. And right at the beginning, right. your hormones are flying around. You're sleep deprived. So how can we how can we observe the kind of the different yes. the different feelings going well, on? Yes. So with when it comes to baby blues, you know you're you're just having an emotional roller coaster, and it's typically within the first few weeks, it's short-lived. And you can experience happiness all the way through anxiety and anger. You experience all of your emotions. You still feel um, good about yourself, um, but you just have these emotions. You might not sleep as well. Of course, you have a new baby, but you could still, again, that anxiety could keep you up. You're worried, you're concerned. Um, but when you start to see postpartum depression, that is when you no longer feel happiness. You have no pleasure in things that used to bring you joy. Mm-hmm. You don't want to engage with the family. So you're withdrawing and you're isolating. You will um, kind of put yourself down. You have low self-esteem. So you're really negative about yourself. You are not eating. You you could sleep Mm. more um, because, again, you're withdrawing and isolating. Um, Mm -hmm. You're just shutting down. down And you can't get out of that funk. Nothing mm. So to observe that mm-hmm. as a partner, that it's just so hard, isn't it? Because the, the stereotypical things that go with parenthood and especially newborns mm-hmm. of no sleep, stressed, um, it would take such a, a keen switched on in the room eye to observe this if you're kind of, I don't I, I don't. what am I saying? I think you'd have to be with somebody 24 seven and be completely functional to really notice these changes from baby blues to postpartum depression. Like I'm just wondering how many women go misdiagnosed or, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of slip through because mm-hmm. some people just put it down to, it's right. tough, isn't exactly. it? Or it's it's hard, and and that's that's really sad. Yes. I just I just wouldn't know how. I personally wouldn't know how to to spot that if someone doesn't come okay. and 
if someone doesn't bring it up? Well, you you might. So let's say this is your girlfriend and you know she likes mm. root beer floats. So you're going to go visit her mm -hmm. and her new baby and you bring her a root beer float. And she's just like, well, y'all, thanks, you know, and not excited like she usually is about a root beer float. She's normally like, oh, thank you so okay. much. This was such a joy and a treat, you know, but she's like, ah. mm -hmm. so you feel that. That's what it means. Yeah, it, you feel that low. It, you, it would take somebody that knows mm -hmm. you to see Correct. this. Because right. it's easy to put a so mask on and appear. Yeah. Totally. That's what I mean. So if you're parenting alone, if you're yes. a single mother, if you're just going about this right. life, that's, that's, I can see how no one would know you could not. Yeah, absolutely. And you could not get treatment. Yeah. And yeah, and that is it, the statistic is one in three for people of color. And that's wow. based on what has been reported. So, you know, it could very oh, well gosh, be one yeah. in two, uh, you know, or more. Absolutely. But that's what's reported one in three with people in people of color. So it is mm. prevalent. And the, the good thing mm -hmm. is that you can you can get better. And there are resources. Um, I align with mm -hmm. Postpartum Support International, um, primarily because they're mm -hmm. international and they work with families uh, that goes through any and everything, all kinds of loss from single parenthood to the dads going through postpartum depression. It, um, when you mm -hmm. have um, LGBTQIA plus families, going mm -hmm. through things mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um that is what they're there for and uh through them is where i learned a lot of my maternal mental health training um which they call pmads which is perinatal mood and anxiety disorders and our moms mm -hmm. experience a higher level of mental health disorders than the general population and it can appear different than everyone else. Um, for example, obsessive compulsive or delusions or hallucinations can be around um, not wanting to cross a bridge because you're afraid you're going to drop the baby or not wanting to go into a kitchen because the baby might get burned. I mean, just kind of over the top. See, we already have our anxieties, but spotting that above yeah. and beyond anxiety is where you have to start questioning, you know, and asking their beliefs and how they feel about things. So just really, it starts conversation, asking the questions. That's where we That's are going to find out what's really going on. But when we just blanket things with, hey, how you doing? Everything going okay? We're not going to get the real. We have, we have yeah. to dig in and really ask. You really have to yeah, check in. Yeah, you have to check in. So for those that you care about, you got to ask the tough questions, the dig in deep, get in a business questions, um, or you'll never mm -hmm. know. You're only assuming, and we can be we can mm -hmm. be leaving them uh, and not supporting them, and and they could be going downhill and have a harder journey trying to get back up mm -hmm. because we weren't mm -hmm. And absolutely, and you've really got to walk the walk and talk the talk. You yep. can't just say that. You've actually got to back it up That's and right. do it. So. With everything you've just talked through and all that you must be experiencing inbound, it's heavy, isn't it? It's really, really heavy. <clears throat> and you have these women, family sharing such heaviness mm -hmm. with you. What do you do for yourself? How do you 
pour back into yourself? What, how do you love yourself? Oh, such a good question. Well, one, I leave it there. I don't take it with me. Mm -hmm. So I, if I'm in a session, mm -hmm. what happens in that session stays in that session. And when that session is done, I am not carrying that with me afterwards and pondering. Brilliant. You know. And do you just, can I just ask practically, is there anything you practically do? Any, I don't know, okay. rituals, anything? Yes. Like, how do you actually shake it off? Yes. Um, I go be with my husband. Um, <laughs> yes. He, yeah. uh, he shakes it all off. Um, He's the tonic. He's the tonic, mm -hmm. yes. So, uh, so what I would say in general is, you know, being around those that love you and support you and bring you joy. Yeah. Um, I may indulge mm -hmm. in a comedy show or something to help me yeah. laugh and then also getting out of nature. Um, you Brilliant. know, getting, I definitely, well, the first thing I do is get out of the office and go outside and get in nature. And I'm talking with my husband in nature and, you know, just kind of letting it all loose, shaking it off. I'm moving my body, um, walking around the yard, things like that. Um, I get a drink, That's but it's kind of just resetting the moment. Uh, but there are times mm -hmm. I have had times where I've had to just take uh, some time and meditate a quick five minute meditation yes. to separate. Yes. You know, you can, you can yeah. get some perplexing kind of, mm, I'm not sure how to advise, but you have to transition into the next thing. So you yeah. have to, I'd have to do some meditation to kind of shift my thoughts when I get, did get tangled up. Um, I, I love all of that. And I love getting to nature. I love the comedy. I, on my commute, I've got about an hour into work after I've done the school mm -hmm. run. And I started downloading things from Netflix, like comedy specials yeah. and stand-up specials and just watching them offline. Yes. And that half an hour of just laughing by myself, yeah. by the way, on the tube in the yes. morning, um, it feels like a whole new day. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you like, I think as working parents, sometimes it feels like you've already had a yep. day and you wake up, <laughs> breakfast, school mm -hmm. run, school uniform, you know, do all of that. And then like, as someone's going to work, I'm like, you don't even know. Yes. I've had, a, I've had a whole moment, <laughs> but having that moment of comedy sitting on the train. Yeah. yeah it, it really helps me yeah. just get into my next phase of going to the office yes. and in my next headspace. So I love yes, that. Yes. Thank you so much for sharing everything you've mm -hmm. shared. So where can we follow more about your journey and what are you up to for the rest of the year? Oh gosh, I have lots of things going on. I am a busybody, um, so, <laughs> so I keep myself busy. I speak, um, writing, I'm doing all kinds of things. So follow me on Instagram is I think one of the best things. I'm really working to build my social media following and I speak at a lot of summits. Uh, around a lot of different topics from parenthood, entrepreneurship, just health and wellness in general. Um, I am doing some, I'm working on a television show that will be like on Roku and a lot of different streaming areas. I do a lot of podcast guesting as another means of uh, getting the word out and talking about different things. So you'll find me talking about, again, entrepreneurship and just uh, living while black and just all of that. Um, mm -hmm. You'll find me in a lot of areas. So um, I'm working on the television show, like I stated. I have um, a new wellness program that I will start doing weekly uh, talks on. 
to help you see how everything is connected. You know, everything is connected to your mental health and mental health is everything. And I like to shed more light on that for people because we talked about how people go to the pills or maybe other things to dull the sensation, but your environment, that the place that you work for the eight hours or the place that you may sleep for the eight hours or whatever your life may be, all of that is connected, what you're eating, the people you're around. And I want to help people to put spotlights in their life to look at that and be like, you know what? Um, I need to tweak this book because this is really bringing me down. It's not elevating me, Mm -hmm. not, you know, making me feel comfort. Um, You know, this, this thing reminds me of something negative. I need to remove it from my environment. So really taking an evaluation and then those things that you don't know, whether they're good or bad for you, you put them on probation and you just watch you yes. watch how you feel about this thing, whether you need to get rid of it or not. So one of the biggest principles is get rid of those things that no longer serve you. So I like to speak a lot to these sorts of things. And that's what you'll find with me. I'm also creating all kinds of products, um, courses, freebies, so that you can you know, just take little nuggets into your life. I also have an app. And the app is called Mental Wellness Unlocked. And in there, you're you're going to have a lot of resources and information, again, guiding that lifestyle journey um, to help you Mm -hmm. say, you know what, let me see, let me look a little bit more into my relationships and how or how I can create boundaries in my relationships. I may have some resources Mm -hmm. on that uh, within the app. So just awareness and supporting this awareness. Yeah, Mm, I believe in helping you be self-reflective and I am the guide. Mm. You know, I'm not here as a dictator. I'm here to help guide you Mm -hmm. to find what works for you. You can help us open up and find some options. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much, Dr. Tiffany Smith. Thank you you, for joining us today. There's one more thing I forgot to mention. For your audience, I have a 21-day Love Thyself journey that is an audio podcast that will just help you get back into you. Because the health of our family, the happiness in our family, our joy in our families begins with us, which takes us back to what we talked about in the very beginning, right? You know, you just get caught up in the day. And so... This is all about you. It's not, you know, me trying to, you know, put my thing. It's about tips for you to dig deeper with you and to really love yourself. Take time with you. Um, And so that's what that journey is about. So how you get it is you're just going to text self-love as a compound word to 702-919-919. Four two four nine. That's self love to seven zero two nine one nine four two four nine. And every day you'll get an email and text Brilliant. message um, that's going to lead you to the course, tell you when the the um, lesson is ready, and then you can listen to the lesson and then do the activity for that day. And it's just 
Oh, and it just gives you that in the bite size, yeah, just that day. Just that day. And every, every day you have something to do. And it's just, and it's all for you to just get back to you, loving yeah. you, putting you first. And I just want to give a series of permissions to moms is one, you, you don't have to be perfect. You do not, you can ask for help. You do not have to carry the weight on your shoulders. Um, it is okay to do things your way, even if it's different from tradition or what others say. Follow your gut, follow your intuition, and that is your guide for yourself and your family's wellness. Mm. And I love that it's one, I love that it's one bite-sized thing that all feels doable. Yes one activity one thought yes. just one yeah one thing to focus thing. on i love that there's so much going that's on that's right thank you so much I, i'm going to put all of that text self-love to seven zero two nine one nine four two four nine put that all in the podcast notes so we can all text you right away sounds fantastic thank you again so much for your time you are welcome thank you for having me don't black Moms. If you'd like to join the Dope Black Mums private Facebook group, please search Dope Black Mums on Facebook. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Please follow on all socials at Dope Black Mums. Thanks so much for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.